0: Welcome back. Okay, I hated that. Can we can we do something Okay, um, I'm sorry. I think this is the best opening so far. The quiet. I think it's just, it's just starting. It's not starting. Okay. Um. Welcome back to Don't Take My Word for It with Paige and Bella, or Bella and Paige, whatever you prefer. I like um, Bella and Paige. I do too.
1: Cool.
0: (laughs) We agree. (laughs) And that's it. (laughs) End of podcast. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Just kidding. Um Yeah, sorry we didn't do a podcast last week. Um it was Thanksgiving and we know you all really missed us. I know. All of our listeners (laughs) were craving an episode. We got so many emails, like,
1: where are you guys? We got so many texts, like, we are so thankful for this podcast and I was just really, people were saying they were playing our podcast at Thanksgiving dinner with their families, and
0: I was just, I was so honored. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Yeah. Going home, it was crazy. Like, people would stop me on the street and be like, oh my oh God, God, are, you, are Paige? you Paige or are you Bella? I don't know. <gasps> Speaking, and I'll was like, I'll know.
1: I'll recognize your yeah. voice immediately. And they did. Yeah. Are you and Bella together? People still ask us that all
0: the time. <laughs> Wait, are you and Paige? Don't you? What? We're totally lying, by the way. We don't have (laughs) zero fans. (laughs) But, um, yeah, Thanksgiving was good. We both got to go home to Florida, enjoy some sun. Um, I got to see my puppy that I never met before. That was nice. Yeah. Did you just hear the mice? I don't think that was mice. Oh. Okay. We're going to
1: cut that out. Yeah, going going home was nice because... I don't know. It was nice to see my family and hang out for a little bit and well, didn't you? You had a big Thanksgiving this yeah, year. Yeah, we had our old neighbors from New Jersey came. Um and my brother's other family came and we all played Taboo and the one family was a really big stickler for the rules. Like anytime <laughs> someone was like moving, they were like, "Don't move, don't move. You don't you don't get that point. You don't get that point." Oh and we were like, "Okay, okay I'm so sorry, <laughs> but it was really fun." And then I played Taboo the next night, too.
0: Yeah. It was a taboo weekend. What can I say? So taboo. You know? I saw two movies. Two great movies. Oh, yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody. I'm a little obsessed, but that happens. Um, What was the other movie? Fantastic Beasts. uh, Crimes of Grinwald, Grinwald. I don't don't think. I'm not a Harry Potter person, okay? (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) But, um, yeah, it was really good. So, what else do we have? That's really it.
1: I don't really have much. Yeah. um, The usual. Our episodes are now coming out on Sunday. And please keep remembering to like and comment. Um, It just really helps us. And it helps us make the podcast better for you.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Give us feedback. Yeah. And it's really working well if we um, post on our story, our Instagram story, asking for questions about a specific topic. We've been getting a lot of responses. So I think we'll keep going with that.
1: Yeah. But we also enjoy when we get... Other questions, too.
0: Yeah, because maybe down the line we can do like a random
1: miscellaneous
0: yeah. question <laughs> episode.
1: So this week we're talking about theater and all things theater being
0: two theater majors. And we brought along a special guest. Welcome. Hi. Rodney Murray. Hi. Hi. <laughs> good morning. Good
2: morning.
0: <laughs> How are you?
2: I'm good. I'm chilly, but... I'm good. Actually? How was your break? Yeah. My break was my break was okay. Um, it wasn't quite long enough. And I spent the whole time like actually uh moving because we're um selling like my my family house back at mm. home. It like actually already sold, so um we had to like spend most of my break just like packing stuff up and it was kind of stressful because I don't have room in my apartment, but I had to take a bunch of my stuff with me. Oh, my mom yeah. was like, take this because she's like, I'm not taking it. And so I'm like <laughs> Well, I'm not. not. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm not either. So
1: where's it going to go? Yeah. I was
2: like, uh. and she has a storage unit too. And she was like, it's not going in my storage unit. And I was like, you have like four things going in there. Like you can take it. But overall, it was nice.
1: Ronnie, are you an only child?
2: I am an only child. Aww. Yeah.
1: Aw. That's
2: fun. Yeah. No sibs. I was actually just talking about that the other day with a couple of people. I kind of like, right now I kind of wish like in college I'm like damn it would be kind of nice to like have like a sibling Mm -hmm. but like growing up I was like chilling yeah I was like this is this is cool this is nice to just I'm the only one (laughs) yeah I mean like I was so spoiled growing up which is like which was nice I mean like I'm not gonna say it wasn't um but like now being in like this like weird almost 20 year old place and like accepting the things that are like happening in life like you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying like it's really morbid but like getting ready to turn 20 I've like my, both of my parents, uh, my dad being in his 50s, my mom getting ready to turn 50, I've sort of like accepted the fact of, like, oh, my parents like are going to die. Like, yeah. and that's like, a really yeah. morbid thing. Like, that's a morbid thing. But it's also like, damn, like, and what happens when my parents die? I know, my, like, who do I, I, I'm like really close to my cousins, but like, mm-hmm. I don't have any like direct, immediate, yeah. like siblings that can like sort of like share the same. That's same. true. My so yeah. My weird.
1: dad used to be like, like from the time, like as long as I can remember, he would be like, one day mom and I will be dead and all you'll have is you and your brother and you guys will be best friends forever and I was like what you're wrong
2: (laughs) I feel like that's true though but it is true.
1: like I call my brother in like times of need even though I never thought I would and Mm -hmm. it is nice having someone even though we get on each other's nerves but yeah it would also be nice to have grown up without having to like compromise and like true (laughs) it
2: was
0: (laughs) 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 I know from experience (laughs) Um so in terms of theater you're a DPP. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk a little bit about what that means? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um so DPP is basically directing, playwriting and production. <laughs> um and within the major you sort of uh specifically within the major at, at UArts um you sort of start exploring all of those avenues. You explore directing, you explore playwriting and you explore production which is stage management or um as a production manager and you explore like the first sort of beginning levels mm-hmm. of those and then you can start sort of getting more focused and honing in on directing or playwriting or, or stage management whatever you sort of choose to do um and for me right now truly I I don't really have a, a focus mm-hmm. um I thought I did last year and then this year I kind of came into school and was like hmm I don't nah. know. <laughs> what nah. was it? What was it last year that you played? Last year, um, last year I was like I'm I'm playwright. Like I'm a, I'm a oh. playwright. I'm writing plays. Wow. I am I'm writing short stories. Like I wanted to be a writer. And now I still do want to write, but I also want to write in conjunction with um a lot of other things. Like mm. not just performance, not just and not just, like, sculpture things. Like, all all sorts of things mm-hmm. I, I really want to work in. I feel like
0: that's so. a big thing. And I remember you talking to me about how some people that aren't DPPs kind of give DPPs shit for, yeah. um, like, wanting to explore other areas and thinking that they can. Yeah.
2: Yeah, we were just talking about this the other night. We were yeah. walking home from rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we... Sorry, uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Bella was uh, Bella was trying to flirt with me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Bella was trying to flirt with me, and I got very distracted. Um, mm-hmm. No, we we were just talking about this the the night we were walking home from rehearsal mm-hmm. like last week, and uh, and yeah, I don't know. Lately, I've I, I always grew up dancing, and I always grew up. Uh, I, I grew up as a gymnast, um, and so now coming to school like and and having that sort of access to. A, a sort of rigor in the dance field, it's something that I really want to continue to explore. And I feel like people don't not allow that, but they don't believe it in a way they're like, Oh, you're, you're a director you're a playwright. Like you, you write. But as a director, um, I, I think sort of my purpose as a, I don't, I wouldn't even consider myself a director or a co- choreographer. My, my resume says just creator. Um, cause mm-hmm. I, I feel like my role as an artist is to create context for themes and ideas um, that are important to me and whatever that may be at the time. And so I'm creating context for things that are important to me and, (laughs) and, uh, and yeah, I, I don't know. I think being able to explore what it means to be a choreographer—I mm-hmm. did air quotes for those of you that that won't see this—but uh, <laughs> um, or being a director, air quotes again—because um, it's at your disposal to do a wide array of things. And as a director, or as a creator, um, that's what you're being taught to mm-hmm. do. You're being able—you're being taught to cultivate work. You're being able to to manifest ideas into sort of tangible performance or sculpture mm-hmm. and. I feel like people are like, oh, you're a playwright, write plays or you're a director. That means Mm -hmm. you're, that means you're directing a script or, Mm -hmm. or even like you're devising like, and no, like you, you can do anything as a director. Like, I feel like my major right now is more performance studies than anything.
0: I think that really shows too, like, um, Roddy and I are in a show, you're, uh, the choreographer for Oristaya Mm -hmm. and, um, it's really helpful that you have a director outlook and, the mind of a dpp because when you're making these um movement pieces for the greek chorus it's important to have like that direction and give the the movers notes and specific ways to think about it Mm -hmm. and to be so well-rounded with that is so helpful for everyone in the process so thank you yeah i've always felt
1: like all the like any director that i've worked with that has had like that has a broad background it isn't like I'm just a director always end up being the ones that like advocate for the ad yeah advocate for yeah. the yeah. cast and like um understand like a more w- well-rounded picture of a show and I think mm-hmm. that that's yeah I don't think that it should be something like taboo for like a dpp <laughs> to be exploring different things I think that's yeah. like so important you yeah know? yeah
0: I feel like it should just be a given like if you're gonna be giving, if you're going to be directing and giving actors notes, you have to know some sort of acting technique Absolutely. just to know what you're talking Absolutely. about. And if you're a playwright, you're writing for actors. So maybe, I mean, I don't know. I'm not a play, playwright, but um, just knowing who you're writing for and knowing the world of it. So.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's all, it's all a symbiotic relationship. Yeah. I mean, they all benefit one another. Exactly. Um, and I feel like sometimes that gets misconstrued. I agree. In the midst of, of sort of like honing in on one thing.
0: Yeah. Um, and you also, you were an actor, right? You tried to come here for acting, but now you're a DPP. How do you feel about
2: this? Yeah. Um, I originally auditioned for the acting program and then, um, was told, no, you're a DPP. And so I was like, (laughs) okay, I'll, I'll give it a shot. So, um, I tried it and, and I'm super grateful that I, uh, that I found that for myself and I'm. I'm really happy, but it's interesting because when I came to school here, I was like, I am solely a DPP. I'm Mm -hmm. not an actor. I'm not a performer. And this year I came back and I really sort of had, um, I don't know, a transformation, I guess. I really want to start sort of curating my own performance works and my own performance art um, and solo pieces and, and smaller pieces things like that um, that I'm that I'm in and that I'm in the process of creating with other people that I'm really passionate about that. I'm really passionate about the sort of ephemerality of performance mm-hmm. art um, and how it just feels like such a staple um, to this sort of like postmodern artistic world that we're in right now. Um, and so yeah, so now I'm now I'm here and, and I'm fortunate enough that I'm taking a class um, with pig iron this semester and I think that mm. class is really sort of, like helped me understand ways that I can develop performance for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they've given us a lot of, a lot of outlets and a lot of, um, a, a lot of ideas and, and tactics to use to create performance. Um, so yeah, so that's where I'm at right now.
0: That's really great. Yeah. Oh, You have a question. You worded it. So. Yeah,
1: if you could wave your magic wand and have your most ideal career in theater, what would it be?
2: It's a loaded question. It is it a loaded truly question. Is. There's so many. No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've always wanted to tour. Um, I've I've always wanted to go around and, and tour with work. Mm. Um, I, Bella, I know I know you dance, and so like I don't know if you're familiar with like Jacob's Pillow. Mm-hmm. Um, and a bunch of other dance festivals I've always wanted to sort of take work through that mm-hmm. avenue and just sort of show them in like the middle of the woods mm-hmm. uh, just yeah. like yeah. I don't know I just I feel can see that <laughs> yeah I do feel really passionate about the ephemerality of of work and trying not to recycle work and when a when a piece of work is done, letting it be done, mm-hmm. and um, so I think yeah. that's why I'm that's why I'm a passionate about touring because with touring, um, a lot of times work can be developed further. But I think with touring, it it gives it this way of like we showed the work to a mass of people, and now we can let it be done. We're satisfied with it, and and so oh, I'd, I'd love, love to that. just tour the country and. Ideally, tour the world with like a small troop. It's also of, a
1: really good way to see the world. Yeah, 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 yeah,
2: and I think that's what what I'd love to do. Ideally, is tour with like a small troop of of like my closest friends and collaborators, and yeah. just like share work somehow, whatever in whatever mm-hmm. medium it is performance or or spoken word or painting mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. visual arts. I don't know.
0: Yeah. That sounds so amazing. I feel like <laughs> it's so great too. Like if you ever did tour with something to see how different cultures different people different places react to the work I've mm-hmm. always been interested to see how like theater is so different and how people interpret it yeah. based on where they are yeah like that is just so interesting to me yeah, yeah. So you could definitely see that if you're touring yeah mm-hmm.
1: yeah. yeah
0: cool <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not sure if you were um <coughs> and I guess our final question um we know you have um, an addiction. Mm-hmm. Um I do. A, a sex, I'm an addict. A sex addiction, but... Hi, my name is Rodney Murray. And mm-hmm. I'm a virgin God. addicted to sex.
2: True life. Um, <laughs> Tell us about your addiction. No, you. How is <laughs> it going? Um... <laughs> This week's been hard. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, truly. So,
0: like, how did that start? I remember you intro- like, you didn't introduce yourself as that. but You were like, "Yep, I'm a virgin." It's just sex. Like, it's just how it's just sex. did that? Yeah.
2: So, um, so basically, <laughs> I'm I'm 19. I'm gonna be 20 in about a month, and I'm a virgin. So, um, I'm I'm going through that. Uh, <laughs> that's something. <laughs> that's something I'm working on. Um, I don't know. I just uh, I grew up in a very small town. And uh, I, I was like one of the only queer kids in my mm. town. Um, also, my dad is an alcoholic, so I never had like a male presence in my life. Um, so um, that's that's for my therapist, not for you guys. <laughs> but uh, um, but uh, you know. So uh, but is yeah, I've always I've always looked I've always looked to sort of like straight men, like mm-hmm. dominant, like straight men, because I've never really had that in my life um and obviously um straight men aren't attracted to queer men. Uh and so uh, that there's some struggle there's there's definitely some push and pull there that I've been finding. Um but yeah, I'm uh I'm 19 and uh addicted to sex, I guess. I don't know. Um and in and, and just a way of like I'm I'm going to be 20 and I'm like I've never had any any thing close to a sexual experience with a boy. And I'm like, dude, like, come on, like, at this point, like, I'm in Philly. Like, I'm
1: really confused about this
2: how because so? you're
1: so hot. And oh I my know.
2: god! I don't know. Oh my god! I don't know. I, it's comes. definitely me. It's definitely me. I'm mm-hmm. super picky. Mm, um, you're so yeah. busy
0: too. Like, you're always like,
2: yeah, I am. Like, I am. People
1: intimidated I, by a working man. I guess. <laughs>
2: <No>. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just. Uh, I don't know. I, I left swipe everyone on tw- on uh, on Tinder. <laughs> uh,
1: have you ever right swiped?
2: I have. Oh, of course I've right swiped, but uh, I I only like right swipe the the men that like are very like cis mask men that mm. like could pass for straight. Yeah, I'm like. Mm. Love him. <laughs> you were in Katie. my dream last night. Oh, uh, no, you. Wait, no, Rodney,
0: I had a dream about you, too. Last Wait, night? What? You did? Not last night, but a couple nights ago, but... Okay, this is really funny. Cool. our dreams. Do you know Fossey? Fossey, if you're listening, hi. You're yeah. great.
2: Yeah, she's a junior, right? Um. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I had a dream that, like, we were in rehearsal, and you're like, Paige, I'm in love with Fossey. She just... She just makes me want to be
2: strange. Wow.
0: So weird. And then you're like, yes, she works at Marshall's. Can we go? And we went to Marshall's. And you were like hiding somewhere. And I was stuck with Fosse. And I was like, "Uh, Rodney likes you. And she was like, "Uh, what?
2: Oh, my God. She was mad.
0: She was just confused. I don't know. That's really the end. But that was really strange. Lucky
2: lass. Fosse, (laughs) if you're out there. This is a sign. This is a sign. Let's figure it (laughs) out.
0: Wait, But my, I had a dream that
1: rodney lived here with us but like it was it was the same house but like the bottom floor was bigger but we only had three bedrooms and like it was weird because we never saw you and it was kind of as if like you didn't live here we were like where's rodney's room like oh my god where's even his room and like then one day it was just me home and all of a sudden like 300 people come through the door and you're like behind them and you're like you start to like, you start to ding like a glass to say like a, a oh toast. And as you get the whole crowd crowd quiet, I go, Rodney, what the fuck? Oh my and God. And then you were like, what? And like the crowd was silent. And we and I was like, you can't have this many people over. And you were like, I'm so sorry. And oh my God. So we were definitely
2: doing theater. I was like, it's for rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then, but then I like remember in their dream being like, wait, does Rodney actually live here? Like, I don't actually have any but memories of him like leaving or coming <laughs> or like it I was guess really it's just bizarre. common in
0: this house to dream about you. Ooh, Ooh. I need to come here more often. <laughs> all right. Should we do some questions yeah. from the people? Ew <laughs> 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 Um Okay. I feel like I'm asking all the questions. How'd <laughs> you get started in theater? <laughs> <laughs> um Paige. Okay. Well I was in kindergarten and I didn't oh really do anything. I was obsessed with boys, and my mom was like, "You need to do something." Oh my god, something. you were that girl. I was. I didn't really show it. You Actually, still it's that funny. Girl. Um, this kid, um, Thomas Erath, his mom came in to Thomas, our- if you're listening. Thomas, wherever you are, um, his mom came in and did a presentation on um, *Phantom of the Opera*, mm. and I was like, "This shit is good." And then this kid, Charlie. This is really funny. He convinced me that he was the phantom and we were going to uh, meet at the park. And <laughs> that's the first, hottest thing I've ever heard. I don't, he just convinced me that he was the phantom. I don't know. But then I signed up for theater class and my first role mm. was um, Woodstock and Charlie Brown. And Aww. I flew across the stage and that's it. That's so, <laughs> so cute. Amazing. Yeah. Wholesome. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I um, got
1: started a lot later than that. Um, I remember when we moved to Florida, I kind of dabbled in, like, soccer and karate and a bunch of different things, (laughs) and I was, like, I hated them all, and we were kind of trying to find an extracurricular activity for me to do, and my parents were, like, well, you used to be in acting classes, and I was, like, what? And you (laughs) took me out of them? Get me in there! And so then I joined the, like, Florida Studio Theater, and I took some acting classes there, and then... Um, my mom like, kind of at the same time started working at the dance studio that I started dancing at and the owner was just like, yeah, your daughter can dance here for, for free if she wants. And my mom was like, sweet. She probably won't stick with it, but we'll try it. Here we Still are, Still dancing. Damn. But, um, <laughs> so I started dancing and a lot of the, there was a performing arts high school in our town. And so a lot of the kids in high school in the theater program came to dance at the dance studio it just kind of influenced me to join theater and I ended up going there for high school in the theater program and haven't turned back
0: oh
2: that's nice what about you um I started in I did a show in like eighth grade and then when I got to high school I didn't do it my freshman year and then sophomore year I was in a theater class and I ended up like I was doing gymnastics at the time, uh, and I ended up just, like, blowing out my elbow and could never go back. Aww, and so I was like.
0: That's so sad. I know. It was.
2: It was at the time. But then I was like, oh, I'm going to do theater. Uh, <laughs> so then I started doing theater, and then my junior year, I was kind of like, oh. Um, I was like, mom, did you know you could do theater for a living? And she was like, did you know you shouldn't? And I- <laughs> And I was like, oh, but, uh, but yeah, and it was, but pretty, I, am. It was well, I was like, am. but Taking no, I, I was like, I know I shouldn't, but I did. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, uh, I'm here, I'm here now.
0: Sweet. Well, I'm glad we all found our path to yes. theater because <laughs> we found this. That was, so, can we not, <laughs> can we get that?
2: Cause we found this. We're
0: cutting that. Ronnie, were
1: you super aca- academic in high school?
2: Yeah, I was. I feel was. like you were. I was. I don't know. Do you want that me to was, talk no, no, about it? No, no. I wasn't sure if you wanted me to talk about I just yeah. remember being
1: in script analysis last year and you would show up with like six pages and be like, <laughs> hey Foddy, this is what I have.
0: And I was like, okay. <laughs> I
2: love that class.
0: Okay, our next question. Ooh. If you could write a sequel to any musical, what would it be? Hmm. Do you know? What
2: I don't know. Do you know? <clears throat> Wicked.
0: Stella? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> don't they already have that? No, wicked is like a prequel to the Wizard of Oz. The Wizard of Oz, Wizard of Oz yeah. yeah. Um, this is a hard one. This is a
2: hard one. I've am n- not exposed to much musical theater.
0: Yeah, or I guess any
1: play. We can we can yeah. extend no, it to no, play. I, I can do or movie,
0: whatever.
2: <sighs> I don't know. I think I do like Rent, maybe. Mm. But That's a good one. but like I would do it. S- mm, I don't know. I'm thinking Rent, but just to, like, fuck with it. I could make them all, like, straight or something. <laughs> yeah. Just to <laughs> fuck with it. like, fuck with it. I'd be like, funny. what is it like if they're all straight?
0: <laughs> this is hard. I'm trying to think what musicals have I... I can't think of any musicals right I know. now. Um, a play. A play? I
2: don't know, If you want to. <laughs> hmm.
1: I don't know. I don't have, like, a writing brain. True. Like, I've never really been I've always been intimidated by writing so mm-hmm. I've never thought about mm-hmm. if I could write a sequel you know
0: yeah I know I didn't really think and I feel like most musicals end like all in one <laughs> i you have a sequel to like
1: Hamilton that. I think it needs a sequel
0: <laughs> I'm just kidding <laughs> 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 that's a pretty musical ending musical that's my answer
1: I've uh, never actually seen
0: that <laughs> to be honest I saw physical. I don't know. Is it bad if I don't have an answer?
1: No. No. We can always rent. Well, all three of us will write a sequel to rent. Together. Together. Where they're all
0: straight. (laughs) They're (laughs) all straight. That just defeats the (laughs) Where Um, they
2: actually just pay the rent (laughs) on time. It's
0: rent, but it's actually just like people struggling to
1: like just like one people having like five jobs to pay their New York City rent. Yeah. In like a studio that like doesn't even have a bathroom and it takes
0: place in just the living room.
1: Yeah. Perfect.
0: <laughs> that was so bad. I'm sorry.
1: Um what's the worst or best costume you've ever worn?
0: I actually really liked my um aerial costume in footloose. Mm-hmm. I had these like jorts that were kind of long and like high-waisted with a corset top and the red boots. I just felt so sexy. Mm, it was high. so nice. That's amazing. Yeah.
1: I remember seeing that you had, like, your 80s hair, and I was like, look at her. I was just,
0: I loved it. It was so fun.
1: Yeah. I, what was the worst costume you ever wore? Worst? Yeah. Um,
0: I don't know. Not really worst, but I hate when we're doing musicals, and they're like, just bring in your own clothes. I'm like, that's so boring. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Yeah. (laughs) So, it's not really my worst, but not preferred.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I um I think my favorite costume that I ever wore was when we did that um I did this vaudeville show and I was um we had this like cavalcade of vaudeville stars that came through and I was dancing with Fred Astaire and they, we had this donation of all of this like old ballroom stuff and I got this dress that had the most amazing skirt it was the most amazing dress it was so heavy but it had feathers around the the skirt trim, mm-hmm. and it was just amazing. I remember seeing
0: mm-hmm. it. It was gorgeous. It was Those co- costumes were so great in that show.
1: It was so beautiful. But then the worst costume I ever wore was my senior year in my dance recital. We had to oh. wear these. Um, <laughs> we had to wear these leotards that w- like we're normal leotards, but my butt is too big. Like when <laughs> I wear a leotard, it doesn't cover my whole butt, and that's why I wear tights. But we weren't allowed to wear tights for this number, just leotards. And as oh soon no. as I bent over, like, the leotard went in my butt crack. <laughs> and my butt was just out oh on man. stage. Like, I have the picture. <gasps> it's so horrible. And you can just, it's like a family-friendly show. And you can just see my entire butt. And I had to just finish the dance like, well, guess, <laughs> guess
0: this is it. Can we post it on our Instagram? <laughs> yeah,
1: we should post, we should post pictures, should post pictures post of
0: our it. costumes.
1: Yeah. Wait, here it is. Oh! <gasps>
2: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's like
1: my full butt is out. <laughs> Anyways, Ronnie, <Rodney. Rodney. laughs>
2: That's crazy. Um, I think the best costume I, I wore for uh, production was probably my costume for Acidia. Mm. Um I just felt Ooh. so sexy in it, yeah. like, and I felt so good in it, and I was also super comfortable in it because um, mm-hmm. there was a lot of dancing. Um, and also a lot of people in the, like, movement ensemble were also wearing a lot of my clothes, which was funny because we had to bring in sexy clothes, and so that was just...
0: It was your closet. It was, yeah,
2: it was pretty much my closet. Um, So that was hot. My worst costume... I don't know. I think... My worst costume... We used to do children's theater in high school, and uh, one year we did, um... <laughs> one year we did, like, Goldilocks and, like, the Three Bears or something. Oh, no. And I, I played the the gingerbread man which like I wasn't even aware that was a character um but uh it was in our production and um I had to do this full face of like white clown makeup and then oh. a bunch of like colorful like dots everywhere um That's so scary. Yeah.
0: That is scary. I was so
2: miserable and it was that Ben Nye like oil based like uh, cream oh, and we shit. performed for 2 weeks straight That's like long. every day you feel like in high that, school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> our children's theater was like a big deal. Like oh, it was see. like <laughs> Um, yeah, and uh, that and Ben Nye that stuff sucked. makes
1: me feel like I'm going to get skin cancer from just, like, putting it on my face. Oh, yeah. It's so horrible. Fuck you, Ben.
2: I hate
0: ben. it. <laughs> ben Nye is a science guy. Bill Nye. Um, what scares you the most about what you do? <laughs> not is- making it. <laughs> not making it. No, it's not not making it, I think. Just not being able to support myself and getting to a point where I can't do what I love anymore because of that cuz we all we all want to succeed and but the reality is it's not easy to make good steady money when work is not yeah. consistent mm-hmm. but i just i hope i can get to a point where i'm working constantly doing what i love and being able to support myself i don't need to be rich and famous, that's not the goal, but just being happy, and it scares me to think that I won't be happy, and I'll start to hate doing something that I love.
1: Yeah, I get really nervous about me, because me as a person really needs some sort of stability in my life, like, and it just helps with my anxiety, and just like, I just need to feel grounded somewhere, and the idea that sometimes being in theater can be so unstable and so hectic and moving around and crazy that I get nervous about doing this as a full-time career is like, will this be Mm -hmm. beneficial to me?
0: It's also helpful, not helpful, um, nice to be reminded, um, like, all of our teachers are working actors or in the business, yeah. and it helps to know that there is opportunity out there to still do what you love, and I don't know. Sometimes it's nice to just be reminded that yeah. the end all is not Broadway, it's not Hollywood, it's not SNL. There's other places,
2: yeah. mm-hmm. so that's always nice to yeah. be reminded of. Yeah, I think I think truthfully the thing that ugh, scares me the most about about doing this as, like, a career is, like, probably at some point, like, <laughs> um, ooh, this is so morbid, but I've, I truly do believe that, like, I at some point will die making art. Like, <laughs> I will, like, induce mm. myself to a state oh. of no longer living mm-hmm. during the creation of something. Mm. Um, yeah. I, I sort of don't uh, value my body as much as I probably should, as a sort of uh, performer and, and creator, and I truly think that one day I will I will do something that um, will uh,
0: kill me. Will kill me. <laughs> and, uh, die in style. Um, die in the art. I
2: tell people I'm the evil Knievel of art.
1: Or the um, what's his Houdini?
2: Oh, Houdini! Yeah, what a guy. Right. At least
0: you realize it though, because maybe I
2: just mean like, having is that-,
0: that thought, you can
2: avoid it. <laughs> be like, oh, it I don't know if I want to avoid it though like, oh, well I'm a- then that's good. I'm okay too. with that I mean like it does scare me like I don't want it to hurt like I don't want it to hurt But like, <laughs> you're already planning I'm, it I'm like okay with it I'd like, rather
1: do that than like slowly die in a hospital right right. I oh die my god that's my biggest fear at least then
2: I'll be like put in like a theater history textbook right you know yeah. what I'm saying yeah. like mm-hmm. It'd be Rodney Murray P. Schmitz will be talking about me in 10 years he'll be like this kid I taught <laughs> this him kid. hated him hated him
0: I love Peter Schmitz. I love Peter. Peter, we love you.
2: Peter, if you're listening, don't make me take the final exam. <laughs> Please. <laughs> he, did, he, <laughs> did he show your class
1: that, um, that he made the New York Times? No, he didn't
0: show us that, but I saw it on people's yeah, Snapchat and stuff. He was
1: like, yeah, uh, my friend texted me and was like, is this you? And <laughs> he was like, yeah, and it said... The only time I think theater should need trigger warnings is when it's about to bore me to death. That's <laughs> happened to me nearly too many
0: times. So oh I was like, Oh my god Well when he said there was an essay response at the end, Rodney turns around and looks at me and goes, Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: That's happening. It's
0: I'm a little nervous about that um
1: performance project. I haven't started it. I haven't
2: uh... I haven't started I haven't even texted my group. Me neither. Me neither. I know how my group is. I mean, I know who my group is, but... Who's yeah. your group? My group is Monique Chambers, Becca Smith, Mallory, I think it's Cone. Do you guys know Mallory? Mallory, yeah. She I saved
0: don't... me at my party. I danced on glass. She... Here? Sh- yeah. On the
2: table? No, outside. <laughs> no. <laughs> there was... Sorry, viewers, <laughs> uh, listeners.
0: <laughs> there was glass outside, and I was Highland dancing, and... I stepped on glass oh and God. I was bleeding and she was upstairs and she was like, you need to clean that. And I was like, do I? And oh my she, God. But she helped me and I don't have a disease from it. Cellulitis. Wow. <laughs> I don't have cellulitis. Mallory, drop out of art school and be go to doctor. Jefferson be a
2: doctor. <laughs> it's time.
0: Um, that was good. Those are all of our questions. Now it's time for a little cream for your coffee.
1: Do you oh. want to talk about this? It's yeah. Poisonous.
0: Um, so coming back from break, I felt like a new person. It went away. But at first I was like, <laughs> here I am. I'm ready to take on. I'm going to be a
1: legend. I'm going to be
0: a legend. That was my goal when I got back to be a legend. <laughs> now it's diminished. Now it's diminished. <laughs> it's squashed. It's dead. Um, I hate myself. <laughs> no, but I saw Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> and, and Fantastic Beasts. I think this happens when I see good movies. I'm like, wow. Those actors are fucking mm. amazing. I want to be like that. Mm-hmm. And then I had this thought. And also, um, before break, I had a meeting with my acting studio teacher. And he was like, you're holding back. Why are you holding back? And I was like, I guess I'm scared to make a bad choice. And it's look stupid. He's like, you have to stop that. Because that's not getting you anywhere. I'm like, I know. You're right. You're right. So I just sat with that thought and saw two great movies and came back. And I was like, if I want to be the best actor I can be or the best person I can be, I just have to be myself and live in that and be the best version of myself for myself. And yeah, I've just been trying really hard to just think carefully about what I do and make sure that I'm being authentic as a person and I'm being myself because in reality, people that, People want you for you, and if they don't want you, then that's fine, and they can go find someone else. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it's so relevant with callbacks and everything that was just happening. All you can do is just be yourself, the best version of yourself, because, I mean, you never know what they're looking for, ever. Well, that's how
1: I felt about um, the other night when we had that callback, and it was kind of like open-ended. We're just going to play some games and do some random stuff. And I remember feeling nervous walking into it. And then I said to myself, I'm just going to be me and I'm going to fully be myself. Mm -hmm. And if they don't want that, then I know that I did all that I can. And that has been so hard for me to accept, like going through the things I've done in theater until now has been like, well, what do they want to see? And they don't want to see me be some version of someone else. They want to see me be me. And if they don't want me, then that's fine. Mm -hmm. But all I can do is be me. And, I was really proud of myself, no matter what the outcome is of the callback is yeah. to just say, "I went in there and I did the best I could and fully showed them who mm-hmm. I am.
0: Yeah, that's like all you can do in this industry. just be yourself and somebody will love you and scoop you up and take you and and, kiss you. <laughs> <laughs> and kiss you and kiss you then fire you <laughs> sorry <laughs> black. <you. laughs>
2: do you agree yeah no um sorry i don't know if i was allowed to weigh in no i didn't know i didn't know i didn't know i didn't know if <laughs> this it is was just like and I yeah find. i didn't know if it was just like this was just to you and we're only allowed to have these like let me keep my mouth shut <laughs> um no i i do i totally agree um that's something that this semester has been uh this semester has been equally hard as it has been transformative for me i think um And I think that's why it's been the hardest semester. But I'm I'm starting to just sort of come to terms with all of the things that truly do make me happy. Mm -hmm. Um, Being this crazy fucking weird person who puts their legs behind their head, like because it it just feels good to stretch that way, and like just because like it it, like doing (laughs) doing weird, just doing weird shit for the sake of doing weird shit because it makes me happy, because it makes me feel good, like those Mm -hmm. sorts of things. I'm sort of just like unabashedly doing now yeah. and and it's the things that truly make me feel so good and that I can identify with and uh yeah I feel like I'm finding new things every day that I'm like this is something new that that really truly makes me happy and mm. and I'm gonna Way I, I'm for gonna you to live, express yeah yourself. I'm gonna live in that um mm-hmm. and, and do that
0: I think it really helps too being in college and away from like middle school I feel like for everyone was you started to realize that you were, you were weird. Mm-hmm. You started to realize that you weren't, yeah. you weren't popular. So you weren't, you couldn't be this. You, because you didn't have this. Blah blah blah. And then high school, you live with that inside of you, yeah. and you start to just kind of suppress the things oh that make God, you you. Yeah. And coming to college, I know freshman year, it completely just goes away. Yeah. Not completely, but like there's this window of opportunity and this door opens and when you're surrounded by other fucking weirdos, I'm you right, just yeah. feel I also so think we're happy. Lucky. Yeah, we so to good to be in to this be. community. Yeah. And I think if you, I don't know, I guess we are lucky that we go to an art school and we're allowed to express ourselves and we're encouraged to do that. But I think also just growing up and being an adult, you start to not give up, you don't give a shit when yeah. somebody isn't being a good friend. You're like, okay, fine, then get out of my life. Yeah. And you start to find the people that are your true friends and accept you for you, mm-hmm. and I think it's just a really great time and scary, but.
2: But there's so much success in it. There there's is. so much payoff. Mm-hmm. Like it, I don't know. Once
0: you start to love yourself and accept yourself, other people will too. Wow, I think that's a really good place to to yeah cap that, put a pin in I think in. so too. So take that cream, put it in your coffee. Have sip a good it, week. Have a good week.
1: Uh, yeah, good luck with finals. Oh yeah, goodness.
0: good luck, everyone, and other people that are listening that maybe aren't in school just good luck with the holidays coming up i know that brings up a lot of different emotions anxieties Mm -hmm. stress and happiness so i hope the happiness is overpowering your anxieties (laughs) but uh, maybe not as we like laugh through our tears oh, it's not
2: it's <laughs> not
1: well thank you so much for coming on this oh episode oh my god thank so you last minute so too.
2: much oh my god thank you guys so we much we texted for asking you like me.
0: yesterday we like are you available no. No.
2: Oh, oh my god I was so tickled when you guys <laughs> asked me I was just telling you that last yeah. night at rehearsal so, no we're yeah. so happy to have our you our number one fan I know, Ronnie I love it I love it I'm so excited
0: <laughs> yeah well Thanks. definitely come back and yeah we can do this again yes alright Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.